All right. So you ready to jump in, girl? Let's do it. Okay. So seasons of parenting all come and go, but each of them has a very specific purpose to it. And I'm going to just throw this in. It's not just a purpose for the child's development. It's the purpose for the parent, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Because we learn Especially the younger you have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting. We are here to educate, entertain, and encourage regarding all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you're doing and why, so you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. Hi, everybody. It's Kim Cross. Well, you can tell I don't have the deep voice, the deep radio voice like Jesse, because we are missing our regular host, Jesse, as his last hosting session was last week. But we have a new host today, so I'd like to introduce you to our new host, Brittany. Say hi, Brittany. Hello, everyone. (laughs) I'm going to let her introduce herself to you with a little bit about herself, her family, her children, and her journey as a mom so far. So welcome, Brittany. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Kim. I'm excited to be here. Um, I married my high school sweetheart at 18, uh, had kids right away, young mom. I've got four kids, ages six, all the way up to just turned 15 this week. Wow, you got your hands full. It is my hands are definitely full, and it is a wide range of children. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, my first three were all born in four years. So, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a whirlwind, but it is worth it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I've been all over the place with my jobs. I've done EMT. I've been a former teacher, photographer, you name it. We've been everywhere. Um, and I just feel like one of the best things that I've ever done is reparent myself to parent my children. Oh, I and like that. And that comes with a lot of classes, not just love and logic or going to see Kim, but a lot of classes. <laughs> a lot so, of books. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot it's of been everything. a lot of fun. But I love that you have invested in becoming the best mom you could be. Cause sometimes yeah. we don't have the best role models and we'll parent as we were parented unless we learn otherwise. So I love the fact that you have learned otherwise. Good for you. Yeah. Well, Knowing what not to do doesn't tell you what to do. So correct, correct. <laughs> you gotta oh, seek that out. She's gonna be. She's gonna be good. So welcome. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Of course. Well, today's topic um, has a lot to do with you, Brittany. Actually, because I want to talk about the different seasons of parenting, and because you have this wide range of kids who've gone through all these seasons, and you're in several seasons mm-hmm. at once. Um, I thought that would be a really good podcast for us to start out with. And I also have a big new season in my life. So big announcement, everybody. I'm going to be a grandma. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Just found out. Um, My daughter has been married for four years. She just turned 26 yesterday. And she's my youngest. So I like to say my baby is having a baby. Uh, Your (laughs) your children. (laughs) Yeah, they'll always be your babies. Um, And she's due in March of 2024. So kind of a cool cool full circle. Her father, my late husband, passed in March and she's due around that date. So that'll be a nice memory for that. Yeah. God is, God is good. Um, and I always have heard that being a grandparent is like the greatest thing in life. So, um, so looking forward to it. And I thought I'd bring up a quote that I 
shared with my listeners a while back on another podcast about grandparenting, which is from Margaret, Margaret Mead. And it is, everyone needs to have access both to grandparents and grandchildren in order to be a full human being. And I, I feel that, and I'm, I'm excited for that. Yes, so. and having grandparents in your life doesn't necessarily have to be biological grandparents. Correct. You can Correct. have Phil and grandparents to bridge that gap, which Absolutely. is super important. Love that. Great point. All right, so you ready to jump in, girl? Let's do it. Okay, so seasons of parenting all come and go, but each of them has a very specific purpose to it. And I'm going to just throw this in. It's not just a purpose for the child's development. It's the purpose for the parent, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Because we learn Especially the younger you have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So season one is infancy. And this basically is defined as birth to 18 to 24 months. Everybody defines it a little differently, uh, depending on some things. But this season truly is about needs. Yeah. It's all about needs. So parents are going to be providing love, obviously the needs of the child, right? The physical and emotional needs. They need to provide security to the child, uh, trust, bonding. Parents are going to need to learn to establish the needs of predictable routines and schedules. And what I, what I call the need for calm, the need for sleep, the need for decoding, what does the cry mean, mm-hmm. right? Are they hungry? Are they tired? Are they wet? Are they lonely? Are they scared? Are they cold? Are they in and pain? They definitely have different cries for different things. They, That's for they sure. They do. And the parent has to has to learn the needs of that cry mm-hmm. and provide for those needs, right? So um, this is a huge life change, right? You remember oh, yeah. it. Oh, I remember yeah. it. It's like, what, what, what has just happened to me? <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so any thoughts, memories, comments at this point? Oh, man. Um, the, season, <laughs> the season of needs. Honestly, having three and four years was a huge blur. Uh, <laughs> but it was all it's super exciting also because just seeing their firsts and going, but then also... Um, in my case, like I was battling postpartum depression and anxiety, which we, wasn't diagnosed. So we didn't know. Wow. So on top of my own mental issues and then having these newborns and all of them are so needing it, their needs can be overwhelming, but it's still such a great joy to fulfill that because it is a love that you can't explain. You know, you, that's, that's brings me to a, something a girlfriend said to me. She said, parenting is the most beautiful and grueling thing you'll mm-hmm. ever do at oh, the same for sure. time. For yeah. sure. You can relate yeah. to that, right? Me too. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I like to kind of summarize each season. So obviously we have this infancy season of needs, but the takeaways are hold and bond with your infant. That is a huge thing. Carry them with you. Hold them all the yeah. time. Physical touch is huge. It right? is huge. Especially if you think about, they've just been swimming in your womb. Yeah, for listening nine to months. your heartbeat. They don't want to be separate from right. you. They don't want to be in a crib where it's cold and dark and scary. Like and they alone. want to hear your heartbeat. They want to feel you breathe. They want to smell you. Yep. And they need that because they don't know anything else. Oh, it's critical. The first thing an infant does when it's born is cries. It doesn't yeah. want to be separated from mom. Right. 
Yeah, it's a huge part. Don't worry about the house. Uh, this is my this is a OCD moment for Kim. Full disclosure, I was still doing the mom thing and the nursing and the diapers and holding my son and doing all the things, mm-hmm. but I was still trying to keep up with the house yep. like it looked beforehand. What a waste of time! Oh, and mental energy. Like, oh my god! Just let it go. Let like, it go. People love you to show up. They might clean or they can sit with you in the mess and it's okay. Welcome to chaos. It's okay. (laughs) The other one is, my advice is sleep when you can. When the baby sleeps, sleep. Because you're going to be so sleep deprived. Some people are lucky their baby sleeps. Mine didn't. Mine didn't. They still don't. There you go. (laughs) Talk and sing to your child all the time. Talk, touch, sing, Mm -hmm. cuddle, coo, all those things. And then you've got to learn. Say it again. Make eye contact when you do it. Yes, they're studying your face. Mm -hmm. That's all they need at that age. They just need your face. Set new habits and priorities because this is the most critical, important season to establish this bond and trust and all the things that go with this infancy stage. So don't let your baby cry it out. Hear me, people. This is a a phase of needs. This is not about wants. Mm -hmm. If they cry, attend to them immediately, no matter what, no matter how tired, no matter if you've just provided, quote, all their needs, they might just need you. Do not let them cry it out. You are their safe place. Yeah. Be their safe place. Yeah. It's damaging if you let a two-year-old and under cry it out. Uh, there's so much research now that that proves that out. Yeah. Do a whole podcast on that. Attend to their needs and build their trust. And it is exhausting, especially if like, because I know we have some listeners that don't have like a solid community to come to their house at two in the morning to help them with that crying baby. I had no help. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, that's, it's important to find that community, even if it's not in your family. Correct. Because it does take a village. It you just does. need to create your village. And you can't, if you miss that window, those first two years of that bond and that trust, it's gone forever. Right. Okay. All right. So basic takeaway, needs, needs, needs in season one of infancy zero to two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good job. All right. Season two, everybody. Here we go. (laughs) This one gets fun. I got a good job. (laughs) She's doing well. Brittany, um, this you'll you'll relate to this. Season two, I call it the age of no. (laughs) With the terrible twos and the three (laughs) nagers. Oh, yeah. So age of no means the first time you hear your little one, it can start as early as 13 months, as late as 24 months. It's Game on as a parent (laughs) in that now it's about their wants. At least they think so. Right. Okay. We're not going to do that as a parent, but they have shifted from needs to, wait a minute, I can do it all by my myself. And I've discovered the word (laughs) no and a little independence. So yeah, I want what I want. Right. And this is also where the excessive crying can maybe turn into a little bit of manipulation. There you go. (laughs) Exactly. So be careful because this is when you need to learn to teach and to discipline and to provide limits and boundaries. If you miss this window, it's a nightmare, as you mentioned, in the teenage years (laughs) and for the rest of your life. Okay. So parents, you're providing love, of course. That's throughout their childhood. You're still tending to their needs, but now you're adding education, mm-hmm. right? They're going to go to preschool, hopefully, or get something, edu- edu- some education Even if you at home. just teach them how to count their cereal in the morning, that there is enough preschool to play. There like. you go. 
Limits and boundaries are huge. Morality starts now. A little bit of right and wrong, which comes with limits and boundaries. Yes. Again, still that calm, consistent routine schedule and responses from caregivers. You need to stay calm. And we'll talk about that. There is so much learning and discovery and curiosity taking place in this phase Mm -hmm. from what I call around 13 to 18 months to the age of four. That's the season two. Right. And I've said this before, but kids will learn more in the first five, four years of life than they will for the rest of their lives. Yeah. When people say their brains are sponges, like they mean it, they will absorb it good and bad. What do you remember in this phase? this these first the that kind of phase two from 18 months we'll call it to four (laughs) in my own kids and as a formal preschool teacher like this is definitely where you said calm like calm is so important because they're gonna copy you and if you if you freak out when they spill milk because they're learning how to drink out of a big cup they're gonna freak out over the little things when they're a teenager correct and then the big they are modeling you so if you stay calm and level-headed, they will too. And that and continues to build the trust, doesn't it, from correct. phase one? Right. And it's okay to apologize to your kid, even if they're 18 months old. Like, I'm sorry I got mad. Um, this is how I should have done it. And be an example. Be that model. Correct. Right? And if you are going to pray like we do, ask for forgiveness from God in front of them. And that opens up a whole different That's a whole podcast, other podcast we could too. talk about. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And also, during these, like... These years, that's also where you can teach them boundaries with their own body. Correct. Like if they don't want to hug an uncle that makes them feel weird, don't let them hug that uncle. It's okay for them to say no in that instance. Right. They're still establishing trust and understanding their limits and boundaries. And just like that, they're going to model what you say. So. Yep. And here's the takeaway for phase two, everybody, is kids don't know. Right. So everything is learned. So expect them to fail. Expect them to make mistakes on a daily basis. If you think your kid is going to be perfect or that they should know better, you are sorely mistaken. They don't know anything. Every single thing is learned. And right. your job as a parent is to teach. So yes. don't punish. We don't punish at this age. We redirect. We uh, teach them otherwise. We show them differently. But they literally are learning everything and limits are huge at this point. And honor their individuality. Like yeah. this is when their personality starts showing, right? And you may have gotten in trouble for it as a kid if you were maybe too loud or whatever. Let them be loud, right? Mm-hmm. Give them those safe spaces. Honor yeah. their individuality. Within the limits, right? Right. And it's not about meeting their wants at this point, everybody. Right. You're going to meet some because they have some. That's great. But it's yeah. always needs first and then wants. Mm-hmm. And just continue to build that trust and that bonding and and stay calm. But here's my, my little thing that I tell people all the time that they're shocked by. Your children's brains will not mature until 26 is a female, 29 is a male. Of course they don't know yet. They're two, three, and four years old. Right. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. We got season three. This is the fun season. I remember my mom said, just wait till they're five. It gets easier. And she was so right. Season three is about age five to about (laughs) 10 or 11. It's kind of the sweet spot. You've had no sleep and it's really a big adjustment in season one. You've got the, oh my goodness, I have to learn how to discipline and teach. And it's high maintenance up until this age. But now at age five, which is why we send them to kindergarten, (laughs) up through 10 and 11 preteens, it's kind of that fun season. So parents, you're providing still love, education, 
continued limits and boundaries, morality, which, you know, basically right from wrong. You're now starting to teach work ethic. Mm -hmm. It's called homework. (laughs) You're teaching them a little (laughs) bit about money, friendship, because they're going to go to school. And big is communication skills here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I remember (laughs) friendships was like with my older two, friendships was the hardest thing to navigate. Yep. Like which ones you hang out with, which ones you should be cautious crazy. about, which ones you're like, yeah, go for it. You guys were probably should have been sisters. Like, <laughs> you know, but yeah, those were the hardest ones for us. The other ones were kind of, I mean, I would just talk to you in our office, but <laughs> yeah, but think about how immature a five-year-old is up until about 11 years old. Oh yeah. It's a huge growth. Spurt. Oh my goodness. They come and go and we have problems as adults with some friendships and communication mm-hmm. and conflict. Your kids need to be taught that as well. Right. Right. Uh, Social interactions, formal education, communication. Your kids at this season have more concrete thoughts. They're discovering their interests and talents. Their personality and their IQ are developing. It's it's a big, fun stage. And it's, I think, uh, still obviously really important, but probably one of the easier ones of all the phases and seasons. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. They're just willing to try anything. And fall on their face. And if you let them, that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) So takeaways and advice from my point of view is really, this is the biggest season for morality. This is when morality is set for kids. It's, It's set by elementary school. Yeah. So don't lecture, role model, and talk about your beliefs. Talk about right and wrong. Talk about priorities. Teach them to make decisions and why. And that there's going to be failure, there's going to be learning, but there's going to be consequences to every decision they make. Mm -hmm. And that's how they learn. They learn through role modeling. We talked about that. And then they learn through empathy and consequences. If you are not their moral compass, and if you're not teaching them this, our kind of our culture at large, our peers will. Someone will. It will be taught. So teach them what you want them to know. Correct. Correct. Otherwise, it's, it's not good. Yeah. So season four is the last season of what I call under adulthood. So this is ages 12, 13 to 17. So obviously this is adolescence, Mm -hmm. okay, pre-adulthood. And again, parents, you're still providing love. You're still providing for their needs. You're still teaching limits and boundaries. This still applies. Mm -hmm. Um, You're starting to plan for their future. Peers now, right? Peers start to have a big impact. Especially when they start driving. Oh, boy. (laughs) Morality is set, but do not underestimate the influence of peers. When kids get to junior high and high school, you can have a kid with strong morals, but they can be easily influenced from some bad apples. So mm-hmm. stay vigilant. This is and, this yes. is a place where the fork in the road comes and they can still continue down this good moral path or they can be heavily influenced by other peers. So be careful. Right. And that's where that trust comes in, right? You want your kids to come to you and say, I need help with this. Not, yes. oh crap, my mom's going to kill me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I need, I did this mistake. Help me clean this up because it's above me. And you know what? A good thing you mentioned that because, you know, we know that Christ forgives us be, and that allows us to go to him and confess. Correct. If yeah. our parents show that they're trustworthy, they're not going to freak out. They're calm. They've already um, said, it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. Let's talk about this. Your child is more apt to come to you, just mm-hmm. like we are apt to go to Christ with ours. Right. But if you yell, scream, judge, punish, they're not going to come to you and tell you. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good scenario. That uh, Correct. Especially if like maybe they do come home pregnant. 
Like you need to remain calm and level-headed. Or even cheated on a test. There's a wide spectrum here. But those reactions should still be this. You said something in a class that I took. Oh, I said, said, I think breaking a pencil and coming home pregnant should be the same calm reaction. Yeah, I said if your child has a hangnail or they're pregnant, (laughs) your your response should be the same. (laughs) Yes, yes. Which throws people off, but it does, but you remember it. You remember it. (laughs) Now we've got um, independent life skills that need to be taught. We start to teach this. Um, this is a whole podcast on chores and independent life skills, but this is where this starts to come in mm-hmm. is that preteen and adolescent phase. Um, social media, ugh, peer <laughs> influence, right? Not allowed in our house. Wow, mine too. Um, living with consequences of decisions. Your kids at this age need to have low price tags for their failures because the, the high price tags are coming once they're 18. Mm-hmm. And we want them to make as many mistakes as they can as possible. Um, Weaning out and giving out a little more leash, so to speak, and freedom for managing their own life as they get into high school. And this is judged by how well they handle that, right? So freedom comes with responsibility. Correct, yeah. So you have to manage the friends, the homework, the habits, things like that. And you'll know as as they go along. Mm -hmm. But parents, please stay vigilant. I get so many parents to say, oh, well, they're in junior high, high school now. I'm done. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. No, I still need to talk to people. Like, and I'm 34. <laughs> like, no. And I want to know who their peers are because that <laughs> yeah. can take a kid off the cliff, mm-hmm. right? And you can find out who their peers are in a nice, non-controlling way. Correct. Or your kids not hide them. Correct. All right. Final season. Oh, uh, adulthood. <laughs> you are. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there. I'm in that. My kids are 26 and 28. Parents, all you should do at this phase and this final season is to love your kids and to prov- give advice when asked. That's the key piece. I don't give my kids advice. I literally, if they call and say, hey, mom, I would like to know how you would do, then that's when I give it. But if you're giving it, Without being asked, you're helicoptering, you're getting a little in their grill, and they don't like it, and they'll stop. I mean, even with my kids who are in the teenage section of these seasons, have told me, Mom, just talking to you. Just stop <laughs> talking to me. I'm like, okay, so sorry. <laughs> you know, and this here's the deal. This is often the season where parents realize they've missed the boat. Mm. They missed teaching the things they should have taught in previous seasons, And hopefully it's not the big stuff because it can be too late. So that's why I I go through this quite a bit with parents. Don't miss what needs to be taught in that season. I don't want you to live with regrets because your kid pays the price ultimately. So grandparenting is another part of this adult season, right? I did a whole podcast on the positive impact on grandparents. You guys can go back and listen to the wonderful gift that grandparents can give to kids um, and to the grandchildren. So I did a podcast called The Gift of Grandparents back in February of 2023. So last this year, but earlier in this year. Um, And I always say you will know how you did as a parent when you watch your children parent your grandchildren. (laughs) You'll know. And I guess I'm about to find out. (laughs) So everybody listen here. We go through seasons in our lives as adults, right? And you're going to go through seasons with your children. And each season has an important purpose and what I call a window of opportunity. 
And development is progressive. It builds on the previous season, just like we have spring after winter and winter is after fall. Mm -hmm. It's important that those seasons build on one another. So each season lasts for a certain amount of time, right? And evolves into the next one. I remember my mom saying, this too shall pass, because I was tearing my hair out at the end of each season going, I've had enough of this. But she was right. Um, Enjoy the season you're in because... You've got to take advantage of the time. You've got to teach what you need to teach. You need to prepare for the next season. Don't wish the seasons to go quickly. Don't wish them away. Right. You want to also live in the moment. Take your take your photo. Remember that. Live with them because you're in their memory too. That's right. And they don't want to just be rushed through anything. They want to live with you in That's their life. That's right. And you don't get to do that season over again. Right. They move on. And guess what? Not only does this season have a purpose for your child's development, it's for you too it as sure a parent. <laughs> you're building your skill sets and there's you're both learning and growing. You mm-hmm. both are. Yeah, especially as a young mom because those kids are growing up right with you, which is why it's so important to apologize to them when you make a mistake. And when you say seasons can be too late, um, that is true and you can't have regrets. But also I just want to add that our God is redeemable of all Correct. things and it just might look different and it might and have be harder. harder obstacles, but yep. you can still build that relationship with your kid. If you both are willing, even into adulthood, you can, I've had clients come in with, you know, 17 year old kids and I'm yeah. like, well, we can do this, but it's going to take a lot longer and it's going to be harder, but we can do this, but it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Just try to avoid that. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think you have a lot of information and I think your classes are excellent. And I think these podcasts reach a lot of people and I think a lot of people appreciate them. Um, But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. So parents, if you're feeling overwhelmed or frustrated by the seasons you're currently in um, with your child, you can contact Kim. She's on our website. She's on our app. Um, She has classes here all the time. She can help you defend your role and provide you with the skills that you need to meet the needs of the season that you are currently in and to prepare you for the next one that you're going to go into. Um, And that means whether you're an infancy, toddler, preteen, young adult, the adult child season, Kim can help you accomplish what you need to do as a parent. Each season has specific needs to be met and, and learning that must take place for their healthy development and well-being. So don't miss out and don't have the regrets. Her website is rethinkparenting.com. No judgment, just results. Like I said, she's on our foothills.org website and on our Foothills app. Um, Her next parenting series begins on September 17th. So you can register by emailing her at Kim at Foothills or just go to our website. It's right there on the front. It's coming up soon, everybody. It is coming uh, up soon. It's it's kind of a game changer for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it, it definitely helped us learn reparent ourselves to parent our children which was amazing so thanks for joining us here on the lost art of parenting join us next week for tips on preparing your kids and family for returning back to school that is next week that's a huge one (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much everybody and thank you Brittany. great job of course oh thanks (laughs) this will be fun